He's got, got more than just bad skills. Got uh, a beaver tail and a bill. Bow, bow. Women swoon whenever they hear him say. Welcome to the implications of Phineas and Ferg. Where we discuss, <laughs> <laughs> we discuss oh, the implications Phineas of Phineas and Ferb. Play the theme song somewhere in there. Good evening, theme song. everyone, and welcome to the Implications of Phineas and Ferb podcast. There's 365 days in a gap year, and uni's gonna come and end it. So be once in a lifetime, problem for us is to find a good way to spend it. Making a podcast. Uh, we've got two amazing episodes um, right now. And it's season two, episode 21. I was a middle-aged robot and suddenly Susie. The just for starters, terrifying title, suddenly Susie. Yeah. That's the one I chose to do a synopsis. And yeah, no, that one's definitely interesting. Uh, (laughs) We will save that. A bit of coughing, a bit of sniffing, by the way, I'm still recovering from being sick. Luckily, not the coronavirus. Yeah, I remember you stuck in Tamworth, despite now living in Sydney because of your... (laughs) Coronavirus. Yeah. Um, Sounds but like fun. we're back now. We're all over it. Um, so, yeah, two banging episodes. First one. What happens? If I was a middle aged robot, the, the very first thing that happens before any plot, before any, um, any sort of story, mm-hmm. before any other implications, Candace is fucking built. She is. So she's doing all these weird, crazy shit for the, we soon learn the father-daughter little thing they have, which I, I guess, why not? Yeah, it's a... Uh, um, and one of like, the things she does twice is a one-handed push-up without any sort of struggle. She just put, puts it in there with another two-handed ones. And I'm like, oh, bloody hell. She, she's, she's built. Now, my little brother is a dancer and he... Mm has trained for many years and he is absolutely shredded and he can do one-handed push-ups, but even he strains a little bit to do it. Candace is doing yeah, like, it like it's like nothing. It's I'm like, like uh, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, where did this uh, muscle mass like come that. from? Where did she get it from? Because Ferb's built like insane. As we discussed a couple episodes ago, he is super muscly. Uh, <laughs> um, but... She's Where did Candace get her muscles from? She's dense. We've discussed that before. She's a very <laughs> dense girl. If she's um, dense, it should be harder for her to do push-ups. Yes, I think, uh, obviously, Phineas being the complete immortal god that he is, uh, it must have been like she was not... She's like a demigod, maybe? Maybe like that sort of style? Yeah, not quite there. some sort Still of power. The abilities of being able to take a sink to the face from very high heights. Being able to... <laughs> very far being able to walk through snow that other people aren't walking through and should drown in yeah she's she's got she's got something special about her that's for sure yeah she's she's definitely got absolute powers so the reason she is training and getting absolutely built is because there is um the father daughter um it's like an obstacle course thing the father daughter family park thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) It's like Obviously, some... I can't go for it for multiple reasons, but uh, <laughs> no, not. it's not a yeah, thing like... that is impressed or ever seen here in Australia. Yeah, and if we don't do it, then... Obviously, it doesn't exist. Necessary. Yeah, exactly. Because we are the only country 
and yeah. we're taking reverse, point of view. Reverse conspiracy theory. All you people say in Australia doesn't exist. How about y'all don't exist, huh? Yeah. How's You've it feel when we devalidate your existence? Yeah. You don't like, exist. <laughs> kangaroos are real, but deer aren't. That's my leading theory. Deers you ever are seen it? very basic, and yeah, I have the here as well. De- oh, yeah, true. Got to be something that's not here. Beavers. Beavers don't fucking exist. Beavers yeah, are beavers platypuses are... without the bills. That's weird. Yeah, that is kind of odd. And they, they build walls. Like, a fucking yeah. animal decides to build a dam. I'm sorry. I've Why? seen a great deal of weird animals. I live in Australia. I've never seen yeah, an animal that decides weird. to build infrastructure because that's not a thing that animals do. They're <laughs> either there to kill you or to be eaten. They're the two things animals think. Not, I want to build a dam. Like, that's... Yeah, that's exactly. Like, <laughs> what? Beavers don't exist. They're like, oh, a platypus is a combination of a beaver and a duck. That's so weird. That that definitely doesn't exist. I'm like, I'm sorry. Your one does construction projects. Our one just that's, swims around in a pool. You're, yeah, you're the weird ones. It's natural for a beaver to move sticks with his friends to stop water flow so that they have... No, that's not normal. That's not that's what animals no do. They walk around on two feet and look stupid. But anyway... So, in conclusion, other countries don't exist. Australia is the only real one. If you're from any country other than Australia... Of yes. If, if you're from any other country other than Australia, write in and tell us some made-up bullshit about what your country's like. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. And then tell you that it, you're wrong. Everything we exist. say is truthful. Like, none of it's made-up bullshit. So we, exactly we would never spread it. lies. Do you really think that we would do that? Just go on the internet and lie? Yeah, like who the fuck would do that? Yeah, it's like, you know the most honest people who talk about the country the most honestly are Australians. Exactly. Anyone right. is upholding an image, it's not Australia. You know what we're like. Exactly. So, right. what actually has show at hand? Um, they're doing their father daughter race thingy, um, but Perry goes down to do his normal Agent P thing. Insert Agent P sound effect in post production, please, Lachlan. Agent. Thank you. Lawrence falls down the thing behind him. Oh no! How is he gonna get back up? Let's not um, even that's, think about that's that. First because, worry. Yeah, first worry. He falls down into Perry's house and uh, into Perry's like little secret. And you're like, hmm, how's he gonna get out? That, that's, well, I mean, that's all the elevators are platypus sized. Yeah. What about the? How's he gonna get through it? Or what's he gonna see at the end of it? Lawrence has always been okay with things, but now he's learning that Perry the platypus. Yeah, like it's like Perry is Agent P, like a secret agent. Ugh. Um, anyway. but luckily he falls into the memory eraser inator. Yeah, and he also does take it fairly well. Like he was just like, Oh my god, I feel like I shouldn't have seen that and then proceedsly kindly to fall into the memory wifeinator. Yeah, and that doesn't surprise me because as we know from the um If from... your mum's okay with it, I'm okay with it. As we know from the Star Wars episode, Phineas and Fur themselves wouldn't react badly if they found out Perry's secret. It doesn't exactly. surprise me that the family wouldn't either, because they were of the same sort of personality. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, anyway, so then it accidentally, because an automatic memory, I don't like this. Um, I've, I like constructing software, and I'm going into that degree. Do not build your machine to automatically work when you're talking about memory wipe. Like, he just walks in. He doesn't press any buttons. It locks him in, and then it goes, okay, what do I do? I will wipe 100% of his memory. That's Exactly. That, that should not be the first default protocol. First default at least, protocol at least it makes a backup before it starts wiping. 
That's true. I did notice that. That was that's a good idea. If the, it like removes it but stores it somewhere else, but it should have just been like, okay. Do you want to continue? And then he should have been like, no. And it should have been like, well, I'll release you from your restraints where's, immediately. Where's your GUI? Where's your interaction? How am I meant to use the machine if it just traps me and re- removes all my memory? Also, exactly. who wants to remove every single memory of someone? Also, you'd have you would have to have good interface design because every time you use the machine you'd probably forget how to use it so your interface would have to be super intuitive yeah you'd have to have like a really long like you'd have it'd have to be like timeline based and all sorts of shit but i don't think the machine should be capable of removing 100 percent of someone's memory because that's not something you'd require yeah that's true that's true anyway unless you want to weaponize it um but like kill them if you're in a point where you can trap them into a chair and you want to remove their memory to the point of zero when they literally cannot remember anything, you might as well just kill them. That is a very morbid and good point. <laughs> but you can okay. bring them back if you need to. But why? I don't know. Maybe you I want guess, them back. I guess. It's uh, like well, death. It's like murder light. Like if you ever decide you want them back, you can't. Okay. But unless they don't accidentally kill themselves because they have no idea what anything is. That's a good point. Anyway. Far more important than the implications of this memory race or whatever it is. Carl. <laughs> I was going to say, no. I do love Carl, but that's not what I was referring to. Monogram's moustache is fake. What the fuck? <laughs> He's trying on all the different ones. And then he puts it on and it's not on right. And it's fake. He has a, his moustache. I feel lied to. It's so we need to get of identity. And yet it's just, it's not real. Based on a lot, we need to get Jeff Swampy Marsh back in this goddamn recording booth and ask him some hard questions. Why the hell is Monogram's stash fake? I know, it, I know it's a good joke. It was a small, cheap joke, but it means so much the, to The us. broader implications of Monogram not having a stash, like, you wouldn't fix Doofenshmirtz's posture. Like, yeah. come on. You wouldn't be like, oh no, he's just feeling hunched now, and then he just straightens his back. Like what? You, you wouldn't like because like what? that makes me oh, feel no. seen no, by having a character with a hunch in a movie because then I feel but good about the fact that my posture's trash. And Ferb also have normal faces, but they like yeah. wear a mask. Like why? That's you awesome. just can't do that. Yeah, no, why this would is, you take away such an important stupid. part of the character? Maybe it was just fake for this app. Maybe he like grows it back later. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe this episode comes. Before the episode immediately following it, the timeline's a little loosey-goosey, and he was having shaving issues in the next episode. Mm. Maybe he has the shaving issues before this episode, and then he's wearing a fake stash while he grows the, the real one back out. Yeah, okay. All right. that right. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with yeah. that. Anyway, the whole Jeff point of this Dan, episode... you're on thin ice. <laughs> ...is they accidentally wipe Lawrence's memory to the point yes. where he is not a used, like an actual human being. He's a child. And so they're like, all right, what we'll do is we'll then replace him with a robot version of him that we happen to have, which then is pointed out by Monogram as being creepy. Why does Carl have this for this exact situation? And Carl I'd seems like to completely out, unfazed by the fact that that's if, very creepy. If Carl was preparing for the situation, I have a better idea than building a completely autonomous version of every single family member that can Perry can sit in and use. There's a better one. It's called making it so that Lawrence would never found it. 
like have better entrances. Or just design a better memory takeaway in Natar. Yeah, exactly. So that you don't like, accidentally end up with a wiped memory. I think I think Carl was just wanting to build these robots and then he left a loaded gun pretty much and just needed someone to stumble into it so he could be like, look at this cool thing I made. Because there is a lot going behind these machines. Mm-hmm. But he didn't even make them, he bought them, as evidenced yeah, by the fact from, that there's from, a manual. Uh, from... Yeah, from, from Dutch. But <laughs> that was such a good joke. Like, like, unfortunately, we've, made... we've only got the manual in Dutch, but we've got a Dutch to French dictionary and a French to English dictionary. Good luck. Yeah. It's like one of those, have you seen those videos where they Google translate things through 20 <laughs> times and then they sing it at the end? Oh. No, I have not. But uh, you just go, just be like, um, hello from Adele through Google Translate. And what they do is they just run it through Google Translate like hundreds of times. So they go from English to French, from French to Dutch, from Dutch to Mandarin, Man, um, Chinese, and then Chinese back to English. And then they do that. And then it, it like it's close, but it's beyond repair. And it, it's really funny. It's quite funny what it comes out with. Well, basically, I mean, yeah, so basically as, that. as always, they stole that idea from Phineas and Ferb because, of course, they did. No yeah, one's original everything. in Hollywood anymore except for Dan and Jeff. Because <laughs> they were original first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Perry reads, all like, speed reads all three of them when he needs to find something out, which is insane. What like, an impressive We knew like, he was the top agent to and read. one thing people forget about good spies is not the fact that they can punch people or shoot or whatever. It's actually that they have to have like seven to eight identities inside their head at one point in time. And they have to have impeccable, simple life skills. They need to be able to understand and navigate every train station in the world. They need to be able to um, exchange currencies. They need to be able to speed read. All those like sorts of skills. The question of what's your grandmother's maiden name or when you were a kid, what did you like to do with your grandmother? It's a really easy question for us. Well, if mm. they were dead, you could call I back on... I don't know my memory. grandma's maiden name. Okay, fair enough. Um, mine was Ricard, I'm pretty sure. Wait, uh, no, I do. It was Bolum. Nice, exactly. But they've got eight of those. They have to remember eight life stories. Why specifically eight? Did you put, well, just pull a number out, eight out of your ass? No, I didn't, I didn't pull a number eight completely out of my ass. I was watching a show about a guy who was an ex-Secret Service, and he was like, the hardest part of being an agent is having like more than one identity because you've got to have like four identities at minimum. And he said at one point he had like seven or eight and you've got to have like, you have all the passports for it. But if you go through border security, they're not like, you have to be able to answer questions that aren't, Oh, where are you going? Or what are you doing? But like, where did you come from? Where did you live? What was the name of the street? Uh, Like any information you recall now, about yourself. You need to also be able to... Yeah, righto. Anyway, I'm not not that surprised that Carl's creepy towards this. He is a furry after all. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to have that out there. (laughs) Great line. Uh, Anyway, so Perry learns how to work this machine with the Dutch and the two definition English books, which would be awful. I think at this point, Perry should just learn the two languages, like, Come on. Yeah, well, maybe he does know the languages and he's just double-checking right. things. And that's why he's doing them so quick. Ah, ah. That's a good mm. theory. I like that. And then he can also use the English language. Like, he knew how to, like, yeah, type. He's yeah, ty- he's using a Dutch or French keyboard to type, a, a Dutch keyboard to type in 
phrases for Lawrence to Or there was like four <laughs> selected phrases, but yeah. Mm. But also you have to keep in mind that he is a platypus that can't speak English. True. He's doing an impressive job. He's doing a good job. Linguistic uh, so understanding, 10 out of 10. He goes out to do this dad and um, dad and daughter little dash. Yeah, as a robot. Very cool. He does pretty good as well. And Phineas and Ferb, my God, of all the things they could have done today, out of all the things, they it's nothing but supporting Candace. Narrate and motivate Candace for an entire day. And they don't do it like you do it, sis, or they sit in the crowd and be like, woo. They do it properly. Like, and that's just so wholesome. They absolutely don't think that they've wasted a day when they have to support their sister. Cause yeah, when they build a blimp with a huge LCD screen on the side and them cheering and massive sirens coming out of it uh, that's powered by themselves, which doesn't, like, do you know how, like, there is so much force you'd have to get some fireside there. girls are built too. They're going fast. <laughs> Their legs, they're doing some good error. <laughs> like, they're going to the gym, I can tell you that for sure. Um, also, why are they compressing air? Because um, compressing air is not what you wanted to do in that. Like, compressed yeah, air opposite. doesn't fly better. Um, you also, the they literally inside um, it, go inside around. the blimp and bounce around. It's like, yeah, you, oh, you want to be careful doing that. Um, no, no, you're dead. You can't breathe in there. Um, you also can't get in if it's a balloon. How do you enter a balloon? You put a door in it. Duh. Yeah. That much is easy. Um, and then when you open the door? Um, you uh, have an airlock. But anyway, if it's... Anyway, fun times. Good times. Yeah, uh, good on them. I did, I did like the blimp and Doof bounces off it, but then a small pin pops it. Okay. Yep. That's funny as hell. That's funny. Um, and he also made... I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like burning through things at this point. Uh, his, his glue... Yes, it's um Welg. Uelg. It's like opposite <laughs> of glue. It just, I would pronounce it Huelg. And it just what, what is it dissolves everything? Yeah. It you know just does the called? opposite of glue. It doesn't stick stuff together, it pulls it apart. You know you know what it's called? What? Acid. It just nice. he just used acid. It's just nice. Thick acid. Uh all, if if my engineering control. parents have taught me anything, it's that apparently the direct opposite of glue is WD-40. So is WD-40 is good. I like WD-40. Yeah. If it shouldn't move... <laughs> it's um, <loop. laughs> if you If something should move and it isn't, you use WD-40. Something... Um, that is moving and it shouldn't, use glue. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for completing my sentence because I had a brain fart. You're right, because your parents have told me that. No, they haven't. Mm. Not once. But it's also, pretty self-explanatory by the first statement. I'm also not on top of my game because I'm still a little bit sick, but you know. Time. Um, and then Doof can fly a plane. Just wanted to point that out. He's a pilot. Mm -hmm. can fly a plane pretty well. Uh, and this whole thing at the end, Candace, of course, wins. With Lawrence, mm -hmm. um, it's really sweet. They do the thing yes, at the start, which all links. It. And I um, actually thought it becomes even sweeter when you realize that that's her stepdad. Yes, no, that's lovely, isn't it? And they were allowed um, to end as always, this show beautiful. 
yeah, as always, this show showing that blended families are just as valid as real families, and that is a message yeah. I one hundred percent support. Shit happens, mm. and that's life. Uh, um, we also to... get from miscellaneous from this episode. Um, when Perry gets called back to use the robot, he's in the middle of a fight with Doof, and we just get a cold open, hard cup cut to Doof and Smurfs Evil Incorporated, and yep. by inopportune, I mean completely opportune. I love it. Fantastic line, as always, classic do- um, doof joke, mm-hmm. and then um, Perry just has Perry to leave. Just, Perry's just got to leave. He's got more important He's things like, to do. Sorry, it's, it's, doof is very offended. Well, yeah, I would be. That's all he, he ever does. Yet another amazing line, and goes, um, "You missed out on a great backstory. You know, this is going to be your backstory one day too." <laughs> It will be. I can't. I can't wait to see them redo some more Phineas and Ferb, and for them to fight, like to just pull that out of the bag. Uh, Hell yeah! On to the next one. Um. Yeah, that's about all so, I've got. This is a very, suddenly, this is a very breezy episode. This one, um, yeah. goes by pretty quick. There's not a whole apart from the memory machine and the robots. It's, it's not a whole it's, lot. It's easy watching. They yeah. all are. Mm. Uh, suddenly, Susie, now. I there's all sorts of things that happen with Susie and all sorts of things, but the way I'd like to summarize this episode, I've written down my synopsis and I, I've written I've written this. I strongly suggest you watch the movie. You'll probably get it a bit more than I than what the sentence will give it. Um, Niagara Falls, make or go? Question mark. It was make. <laughs> it was make. They chose to make. because the way that it gets prompted is. Um, Ferb goes, it's quite popular among daredevils. And I'm like, they're going to jump Niagara Falls. And they're not, they're going to make Niagara Falls. Yeah. Just to, because just to at the start, hang I'm out, like, you know. This is looking like, yeah, it's looking like Niagara Falls out here. And they're like, oh, oh. And he's like, it's popular around daredevils. And I'm like, yeah, you guys are daredevils. And he's like, well, Ferb, I know what we're going to do today. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> are you going to make it? Are you going to go to Niagara Falls? There was, there was the two choices. And then next time we see them, they're like, oh, and Ferb's carrying a huge boulder. They look up, he throws it, and they're like, yeah, no, it's Niagara Falls. They've made Niagara Falls. Yeah, why not? Also, it. what's their system here? Is it a water loop? It appears to be, because when it gets it lifted would, out of the ground and dumped somewhere else. It would, it would have to be. And if you notice at the end, when it gets pulled away, it's actually on top of the sprinkler. Yeah. It was leaking. So that mum left to go to Bunnings pretty much. Bunnings is the only <laughs> hardware store in Australia worth going to. So therefore exactly. the only hardware store worth going to in the it's world. It's also our marker of how serious the coronavirus is because Bunnings. Australians will not take this shit seriously until the Bunnings snag stand shuts down and then it's oh, straight geez. into lockdown. That's that, the that, marker. That, that was the line where we were like, no, can't do it. Didn't stop some Karens walking up to the front and being like, I don't have to wear a mask, despite everyone else in the Bunnings and the 14-year-old who were yelling at wearing one. Like, come on, people. Anyway. Absolute they- madness. <laughs> Any time in your life that you have to look a 14-year-old in the eyes and go, um, um, no, you and also the government are wrong and I'm right, yeah, you then you're a yourself. bit of an idiot. Like, yeah. if the, if there's anything that a 14-year-old and the government agree on, 
it's probably a pretty broadly agreed upon fact, and you're being also, a bit of a dickhead. Don't get angry at the fourteen-year-old. Yeah, don't. like there's a four- <laughs> they're working retail. They're that. like having an awful time. They're getting paid below minimum wage because it's just a funny. Like give the man a break, and then just like oh. let him live. He's probably got homework to do. He's got child relationship problems. You know how you. Year nines yeah, are always it's like not easy being fourteen, and it's a no, lot it's easier not. if you don't have a middle-aged woman yelling in your face. Also, like, anyway. stop being a loser. Like, I, I don't care if the fourteen-year-old's fine and can deal with all of the abuse. Just don't be a dickhead. Like, yeah. you, have you got a better thing? Go protest. I don't care. Yeah. Just anyway. Uh, so Bunnings, she goes, but she tells the boy, "I'm going to Bunnings to fix the, to fix the sprinkler." Um, because and they're just chilling underneath it, and they're like, "Okay, cool. We're going to build Niagara Falls on it, and not tell you. Like, if you can build Niagara Falls, you can, you know, stop the stop the sprinkler. Like, you can, you can exactly. Fix, you can well, maybe fix. the maybe the whole thing was just plugged into the sprinkler. Yeah, it was, but that was a lot of water to come out of one sprinkler. Just a very dramatic water just park. It's just plugged in the sprinkler. Uh, but then when it gets pulled away, it's still got water going through it. So, yeah, it must be mm-hmm. like a loop-based system. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, face mold of Jeremy, mm-hmm. that's not okay. Yeah, that's Candace, fine. what are you doing? That's literally a shrine. Um, uh, that's a bit too much. Oh, that's a line yikes. I wouldn't cross. That's a bit creepy. Mm-hmm. Have a photo. Have I lots say of that, photos. but my Joe shrine is looking very nice tonight. Yeah, but that, that's very a... different. That's very different. Yeah, when it's when it's about you, then it's fine. When, when it's about me, understandable. Like everyone, everyone should have a shrine, um, of <laughs> course. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, and also I don't have a little sister that's as creepy as Susie, so that's that's obviously the reason. That's a good point. You've got a big sister that's as creepy as Susie. Yeah, Zing. I was going to point out that in the last <laughs> episode, I was like, can you imagine if I had a huge blimp in that, following Ruth around for a day, that. That would be insane. I couldn't oh imagine her afterwards. The self executed would be insane. No, she'd love it too much. Oh, yeah, no, true. Though I do but... like the idea of writing someone's name in the in the clouds. Depending yeah, that's very right, cool. Though. Not the Donald Trump shit that we had a little while ago. Yeah, but I'm kind of grateful for that, though, because um, one of my friends cool. got like 350,000 views on a TikTok because of that. So that was cool. Which is cool. Uh, anyway, second out. Phineas and Ferb do our job again. Uh, mm-hmm. When Phineas, when Ferb throws this huge boulder and it lands, Phineas is like, "We were sitting there like, oh my god, well, we like, got to talk about that." The new Ferb was built. We've seen him when he turns around and like flexes, but mm. damn, that is that is a lot. And then he's just like, "Oh, I know it's paper mache," and we're like, "Oh, okay, thanks. I'll just sit down then. We can <laughs> stop guessing what actually it is." And then he's like, "But it's still a good throw. It is still a good throw." That is a, a fair very point. hefty throw. They're doing our jobs for us. Frankly, I feel not needed anymore. It's I get that, but it's not from doing this Phineas and Fur podcast. <laughs> 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 it's just from general living. It's from uh, university. It's from university. I think started studying. I am worrying about it. Um, <laughs> I just don't, don't like worry. Work. I'm stressed too. I'm like coming up on exams in a little bit, and I'm like, ah. Um, I'm, like, I'm gonna have to go to a, my Monday's my biggest day. 
You want to? I'll quickly. Yeah. Oh, Monday's my, my biggest day too. That's cute. I'll, t- I'll tell you my schedule, right? Mm. So the lectures are meant to start at eight thirty, but fuck that, because they're pre-recorded. I can like move them. So they're mm. going to start at ten thirty, and so I've got two back to back. So that ends at four thirty, and then I have to walk from here to a tutorial, and then that goes till no, that goes at four. Then I walk from no, that okay, no, no, no. Lectures goes from ten thirty to three thirty. Mm. So, decent amount of time. Then I walk from here to the tutorial, and then that goes from 3.30 to 5. And then I go back to work, office work, so it'll be my first shift, um, from 5.30 to 10. So, I'm going to wake up at 10.30 and stop doing shit at 10 p.m. That's a busy-ass day. And then I'll probably go out because it's a Monday night and I have nothing on the next day. So, I don't think I'll see... Yeah. Anyway. Just don't sleep between Monday and Tuesday. That's fine. Exactly. The only thing I've got is like a late night Tuesday thing. So easy, fine, fine. all sorted. You're sorted. Uh, Doof doesn't understand what a carbon footprint is. I still still didn't realize how little we've done between then and now about the environment because I forgot that the environment was an actual issue 12 years ago. Yeah, right? Like... We've done pretty much fuck all. Yeah, if we've made it. What if anything? We've made it worse. And they were bringing this was a topical issue thirteen years ago. And it's like, just, and we're like, just do well, something. Please, the fuck, I, I'm still not happy about it. The world's still going to shit, and and people are like, um, if you care about the environment, why can't you um improve your lifestyle a little bit more and actually stop contributing? It's like, oh, yeah. I use a plastic straw once in a blue moon and Shell dumps billions of gallons of oil into the ocean accidentally every year. We are not the same. I'm trying yeah. my best. I'm poor. I can't afford paper straws. <laughs> Shut up. I really hate paper straws. They're actually so annoying. Yeah, just drink without um, a straw. It's not that Yeah, up. it's actually so much better just, just to drink without one. Mm. Uh, and then Perry gets a job. Yes, I have only one note for this entire episode. I didn't have a whole lot of implications here. I'm, I, yeah. I did most, most of it by memory, but the one specifically specific note I wrote down, Perry the Truck Driver, the song, is so fucking good, it's not even described. <laughs> like, you there can't was, even imagine. There wasn't a song in the last episode, and I'm like, are we even going to get No, there song? was. There was um, Tough Gum. It was just a very short one. Oh, okay. It was just like, Tough Gum. Stop um, the with your thumb. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, but this one, I wasn't seeing it coming <laughs> because so Perry good. gets kicked out of the blimp and we're like, oh my God, what, 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 what? And he keeps mm. falling, hits a parachute with the da da. And you're like, yes, I do love this show. And then to catch up to do, instead of, I don't know, stealing a car, calling for his flying platypus thing, using the numerous items he has access to, he walks to a banana store. Mm-hmm. And asks to become a t- truck driver. Somehow, we we all know retail workers understand Perry because that's the only way this world works, as we've discussed exactly. before. As we have um, established before, there's some deep show lore. Go back yeah. and listen to that episode. That we episode um, instead yeah, we of, come to the conclusion that um, you get trained in retail to understand Perry the platypus. So there's no plot holes here. How else would he get a fedora? Anyway, and instead of asking for a fedora. He says he's, insert Perry noise here. Yeah, that. 
uh, to them, and then he automatically gets to play for the job. I'd hire Perry. Uh, they I have a conveniently already placed banana truck ready to be delivered uh, to Florida, I think it was. And the gentleman's like, oh, that's really weird. I actually have just made a song about a platypus driving a truck, a, a, a truck full of bananas. And then Perry gets in the truck, drives away, and he's like, wait, where's my demo? Hilarious. Who keeps demos on CDs anymore? And then he puts the CD in the truck. Uh, the CD plays, and it is fantastic. That it's man should not be song. having a demo that should be officially released. Yeah, he's like, it's he stole it. my demo. I'm like, if you're, de- ha- I don't know if you ever heard of my demos, but they're shit. Yeah, this boy that- has his demos at high quality. He's subtly panned his guitars. He's fucking, he's got a real drum kit going on. I'm like, good sir, your your demo game is absolutely goddamn incredible. When's this track getting a release? Start with your promo. Get I, I, what are you doing? Fantastic. I loved it. Uh, Perry's and having a good time. I hate that style of music as well. That like plucky, that like that simple, country draw. Like he's got a truck. I hate that style of music. So yeah, the man. fact that uh, this song made me enjoy it is even more impressive. Yeah. Anyway, so Perry so just good. has a truck. Um, I found yep. that really weirdly placed in terms of the theme of like in terms of the story structure. Um, I just anyway. I really enjoy it. Part. I enjoyed it. It was very funny. I think they did it for the song. I honestly think they wrote this song and went, we need to put it in. We need a reason to use it. And then this is, this is, they just kind of shoehorned it in. But And I don't care in the slightest anything to get that song out there. Are you kidding? It's a great song. Anyway, uh, then Doof accidentally picks up the Niagara Falls, even though Phineas, oh, we should probably mention Phineas calls mum instead. Because, of course, like, he, he's not once has he ever gone, mum shouldn't see this. He's always been like, yeah, no, I wouldn't mind mum seeing this. It's really cool. I think I've mm-hmm. done well. He obviously has. Like, I would be, I don't know what I'd do if my two sons were like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's Niagara Falls. Uh, I'd probably be a bit out. Uh, I don't know. Definitely. I would be side. too proud and or confused to be mad. I'd be like... Okay. Okay. Where did you get right though? Where'd you get the material? Wait, yeah. Where'd you get the money? Where'd you get the money? Like, is my credit card okay? Uh, Where'd you get the materials? Why? Physically, how? Uh, Like, I've been gone for two hours. Um, And how did we not see this beforehand? Because my eyesight's horrible. I should go to Specsavers. Now, he picks it up. Flies across, and then we get my the favorite of the best of joke, the like one of the best returning jokes. It comes now and then, and when it does, it does. And it's actually in the movie again. It's against the universe, and it's the it's the wife that just doesn't believe in her husband. She just doesn't she believe. She keeps in doubting him. him. She keeps being like, "Why would you pain. start a fresh water like a spring water store in the middle of town and throw away a perfectly good business?" Perfectly yeah. Did you think of business? Yeah, exactly. Did you think Did you... that spring water was just going to appear out of a nowhere? A natural huge spring would just fall from the sky and land Drops in the down. middle of town. And he goes, you never right believe in me. 
You never believe in me. I love how the comments started just like, well, I'll be darned and like surprised, but it ends with like him got him just being like saying exasperately, you just don't believe in me. You never you love never me. Believe it's like, in me. At some how, point, at what point do you start noticing the pattern and just start saying that regularly? Like he know? Because he's mm. done this more than once. He's done it with the rabbits. He's done it with, oh, he does it with the rabbits. He does it with the miniature golf course. All, all this he must like, live in a perpetual state of confusion. Yeah. Does he just wake up one day and he's just like, oh, hang on. I figured it. I figured I'm going to do this thing. And then it just no, always no, works out for him. I've got it. He follows the religion of Phineas and Ferb. Ah. If they're gods of this universe, because obviously they are, then like he has like an epiphany in the morning. Like he like Yeah, he wakes up and he's like, oh, I know what I'm going to do today. And I know what I'm gonna do. That, that's how you start. I know what I'm gonna do today. Uh, and then what you doing? Uh, and then it gets known. And then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna open a spring water business. A spring is gonna drop out of the sky." And it does. This poor, this poor woman, because she should be right. Like she should be right, but she's not. She's wrong. She's always wrong. Every you'd think time. at a point you'd just stop jinxing it. You just no, but as soon as she stops, I bet you. It won't happen. She has to say it. Otherwise, it just doesn't yeah. work. I'd start abusing that power, though. I'd start being like, um, Be like what, oh. do you think that a nice cup of coffee after work is going to just fall out of the sky? <laughs> Fucking sweet. <laughs> Fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, just put your hand out. And you're like, no, I fully expect to receive a cup of coffee. Ah, yeah, there she is. Done. Mm. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great app. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, these are both good episodes. Um, Go watch they, they've hit that point. There's kind of like, in terms of the meta level, it's kind of hit that point where the show is beginning to relax a lot more with its story yeah, structures. They're just, they're just and, really into the groove at this point. Yeah, really. They've had their traditional stories. They've had their little stumbling hmm. blocks. They're just into the Phineas and Ferb. And, you just and this reminds me of like, relax. this is less of a deliberate, like, Here's all the ways that the show's changing with this episode, and here's all of the new jokes and stuff. And more of just a like standard season two episode. Like it has a just, it's just a, like a normal episode, but it's got that distinctly season two flair about it. Yeah. Uh, um, do we want to get back to the show? I feel like that is enough. Oh, we have to plug. Yes, we got to plug shit. Um, plug firstly, have we got any emails this week? I believe oh, we, we have. Yeah, mm. you check emails while I check uh, Instagram because we have got more Instagram. Apart Ooh. from, oh, someone requested. So we have got a message from James from New Zealand. Yeah. Very nice. I love a uh, good Kiwi. Yes, this is a this is a country we support. Did you? Um, you did. All right, we'll discuss that later. Continue. James says, Hi, Joe and Lachlan. My name is James, and I'm from New Zealand. So thank you for the compliments about this country. I'm enjoying You're the well. podcast by leaps and bounds and have been since season one. Thank you. We appreciate the continued support. Very, very cool of you. I have just worked out some weird stuff, such as Phineas and Ferb created Thomas and his friends, because both shows and both shows have incredible music. So I gave that a Google. He's talking about um, Thomas the Tank Engine. I do love Thomas the Tank Engine. I love Engine. Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, it's so good. I was I was actually went through a period of obsession with Thomas the Tank Engine when I was little. No, and yeah, um, I was able to recognize like all 200 trains just by the the gray face with no color reference and no number reference. 
What the fuck? I was a loser, yeah. See, um, I had Thomas. And then there was another train that looked like Thomas, and he was also called Thomas. I'd see him and I'd be like, oh, look, it's Thomas. And then mum's like, no, it's the green one. I'm like, but Thomas, Thomas. You mistook oh, Percy it. for Thomas? You Censorship. There was another name, was there? Ridiculous. <laughs> Thomas is a short train. Percy is a long train. They've different they numbers, different, different colors. They God. serve different purposes. Percy does fucking. As long as they both went toot toot, it was a train to me. And if it was wow. a train, its name was Thomas. It was just wow. Tower. It's just how the world works. But, um, yeah, I support the Thomas the Tank Engine Phineas the Ferb theory because I want to build a Phineas and Ferb cinematic universe. I'm thinking that linking other shows that don't need even need to be linked to Phineas and Ferb to Phineas and Ooh. Ferb for absolutely no reason. I think that's we, a good idea. No, every show is just Phineas and Ferb. Um, that's very true. But which I shows am... are part of the Phineas and Ferb cinematic universe and which shows are just... Yeah. I am that... waiting for the Phineas and Ferb um, Mission Impossible crossover. Oh, that'd be good. Let's get him on the phone. Let's bloody work it out. Cause, but but would that invalidate our theory about Mission Impossible being a spin-off of, like, you know, stealing Phineas and Ferb's scripts? Mm, I know. I, I just need to see Tom Cruise in a platypus <laughs> costume. That's all, That's all need. we need. <laughs> That's all we uh, need. And then uh, do you want to do an Instagram date? Yeah, so we've actually got two Instagrams. Uh, for starters, on the post that you put up of um, of us saying, sorry, no new episode this week, which I've just noticed was written in Comic Sans font. Um, yeah, every po- you were the one who decided on the font the first post that we did on our story, and then it defaults back to that font, and I just use it. So that's Perfect. on you, boy. I do love a bit of Comic Sans in my life, and that, I feel like Comic Sans like summarizes the podcast fairly well (laughs) in just a font. And then um, Silas, Silas Frost, also messages Mm. us. And he's like, he's heard your Cliptastic Countdown episode. And I think it's really cool that you use Raspberry Pi computers. Um, I don't know if we gave him false information there. Uh, I have one and I used it a bunch in school, but I do not currently use it now. Uh, I also have one. It's up in my cupboard somewhere. I actually yeah. have two because I also have my older sister's one. So at some point, nice. I've got to use those for some sort of function. Probably they are them. very cool. And he goes, I've got one and I love it. If I was any good at making cases, I'd be able to make my handheld security bot. That's cool. Nice. That will have to wait. Um, and if any good at making cases, yeah. I still don't have a clear idea what I'll do with my Raspberry Pi. But I'm also going to one year of engineering study. So I should have a better idea after that. And oh, then continuing to love the tangents away from the show. And I'm like, thanks, man. They <laughs> aren't organized. I'm glad someone likes them. So, woo. Yep. We're, um, we're doing this thing absolutely off the cuff, paying little to no attention to anything. Going great. Just thriving. This is just our low effort absolutely. content for the week. And you think we were describing the podcast then? We're, do- we're describing our lives. <laughs> 100%. I've got Talk- another email. Okay. An email from David... Oh, Davian, sorry. From America. It's it's Davian. It sounds like a combo name, like David and something else. Jamie or something, I don't know. Um, So, message from Davian from America. Hey, guys. um, I love the podcast, and I listen and watch every episode. I have a suggestion. I don't know if you saw, but I commented on your YouTube video. That's a good chance to say, 
we um, also upload the podcast episodes to YouTube. Shout out! If you, shout and out if you're listening on YouTube. But we yeah. started doing that mainly because Zach likes to listen on YouTube. But yes, um, that's literally mainly the reason because Zach. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, listen on YouTube, leave us a comment. We'll, we'll read the comments. Um, probably not very regularly, but we will, we will try to read them. And, um, he continues, he says, I left a comment on your YouTube video. Um, I think that once you guys finish Phineas and Ferb, that you should watch Milo Murphy's Law. You probably already know, but Dan and Jeff Swampy Marsh made Milo Murphy's Law too. And there's lots of Easter eggs from Phineas and Ferb. Um, so Milo Murphy's Law. We have actually seen Milo Murphy's Law, and we've meant to talk about it because it's it is a very good show. We watched um, the first few episodes in season one, and then I skipped to season two because that was the one where, where Phineas and Ferb show up. They they do more episodic storytelling, and yeah, there's more actual arcs in it than yeah, and that's a it's a good show to binge watch. I'm not so sure if it would be a good podcast because there's a lot less mm. in terms of implications once you get past. Milo's powers. There's a lot less to go on because it's got a little bit more yeah. of a realistic tone. Yeah, and, and it's um, more like luck or whatever that gets them to survive what happens, not them. Yeah, exactly. Deciding to make a decision with things, and it's also very you... good supplementary content to Phineas and Ferb because the yeah. oh, the whole thing about Phineas and Ferb and Milo Murphy having opposite auras of luck explains a lot of stuff in Phineas and Ferb, and is very cool. I um, also think such that. A good theory. I also think that if we are to do a continue after Phineas and Ferb gets finished, which will be in a very long time because there's like four seasons, so many two movies, um, and that weird offshoot season where they had live action guests on and Taylor Swift appeared with their whatever that was. Oh yeah, and they Jack Black as well. I don't think we're going to do that one. They're, they're like they're like three minutes long. We'll just all shotgun them all at once and do them as a special episode. Who knows? Uh, we um, might do a similar structure with our interviews. I think if we ended yes. up doing interviewing more people, we could just copy it. But mm. uh, they're very much supplementary material. Mm. I think if we do ever, oh, it's also my goal to be on one of them as well. Yes, hundred percent. Vincent Ferbson interview. So us. there's get Tom um, Cruise in a platypus costume, and then there's get us to be interviewed by Phineas and Ferb. That's up there. 100%. That's on the list. But I think that if we do f- manage to survive long enough to finish this podcast, then, and if we decide to do another one, then our next one will probably be something away from fin- the Phineas and Ferb universe. I'm yeah, guessing it, probably Nicolas Cage movies. Nicolas Cage is the one that's looking right now. I've added all of the Nicolas Cage films that have been shortly added to Disney Plus with Star to my mm-hmm. watch later party um i'm gonna we got con air mm. oh Give con air is gonna be so we watched fantastic. face off the other day such a good that movie film is so, so funny no it's a masterpiece oh did you hear it's getting a sequel as well no oh, and i don't know what's gonna happen because the thing is john travolta dies at the end of that movie but john travolta's face survives so i'm thinking Oh no! Someone gets John Travolta's oh. face, and then you just don't acknowledge it for the rest of the movie, and it's just a new bad guy, but it looks like so, John Travolta. There's Face Off. There's Bringing Out mm. the Dead, which is a 1999 film, R18 Plus, featuring obviously Nicolas Cage. A burnt-out paramedic is haunted by the patients he failed to to save. So, like, it sounds beautifully trash. I can't absolutely. wait to watch that. Um, all the National Treasures. Then there's Snake Eyes. Oh, I love National Treasure. Love Detective National Treasure. Detective Rick um, Santoro, Nicolas Cage, has never played by the rules. 
That's just the description. And I cannot wait to watch Nicolas Cage not play by the pool. <laughs> That's going to be fantastic. Um, then we've got Gone in 60 Seconds. A legendary mm-hmm. car booster thought he'd left the fast lane behind. Obviously, the legendary car booster's Nick Cage. And he <laughs> thought he'd retired, but of course, they got him to come back out again for a very hor- horrible movie, but probably fantastic. Um, oh, hang on. I've got so many on my list. I think that's it. I think that's all the Nicolas Cage films. Oh, and of course, Con Air. But that, that's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So in short, probably won't do Milo Murphy's Law unless we maybe do a, a possible... I could possibly foresee us doing a special episode where we like just talk about the major points of it. And if we somehow it run out of Phineas and Fur before we run out of time then we'll probably head towards the one episode Phineas and Ferb, well, the three episodes Phineas and Ferb are in, in Milo's yes. Murphy Law, and that would probably be the last eps ever. Of I the could also, also though, I will eat all of these words and we'll do an entire podcast just on Milo Murphy's Law if Weird Al decides to come on the show. Sold. Okay. That's Weird fair. Al, who voices Milo, he's oh, mad okay. cool. And what he's also, he he's done a lot of other stuff. Let me just quickly give him a googs and tell you about him. Weird Al Yankovic. He's an American record producer, actor, and author who is known for humorous songs that make light of pop culture and often parody specific songs by contemporary music acts. He also performs original songs that are style pastiches of other acts, as well as polka melodies and several popular songs, which, which most of which feature on his trademark accordion. So he's been around for like a while right. and he's done a lot of stuff. He's gotten five Grammys, 11 Grammy nominations, um, right. four gold records, six platinum records. Um, so he's done a bit then. Yeah. His parody of Ride and Dirty um, was Ride White and Nerdy. Ride and Dirty. White and Nerdy. Yeah, I've yep. seen that. It's good. And yeah, he's he's a very cool dude. He's done a lot of stuff. Um, so if he wants to come on the podcast, I'm willing to and do a whole podcast about Milo Murphy's Law because fuck yeah anything to hang out with I think think we should go I need to have a shower I need to go to eat dinner Yep. I need to do my washing I need to do all those things that adults apparently do now which I don't even have to think about for right so before we go where can the people write in and ask us questions so you can write in oh didn't you know you had another Instagram DM real quick hot gmail I didn't you can write into the hot, hot Gmail called implications of Finney's firm at gmail.com. All lowercase, no space. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's that simple. It's a very nice. long word. Easy to go. Um, do the same on our Instagram. And, oh, I signed up for a scholarship the other day and they asked for my Instagram. And I'm like, well, <laughs> okay. And you so can I have gave, it. Good luck. And then they're like, your Twitter. And I'm like, of Ferb, at of Ferb at offer me any day about the Westpac scholarship. It's going to be hilarious and be like, thank you for our uh, wonderful entrance. It's done really well. Is this all just about Tom Cruise and some platypus? And then they're going to actually look at the podcast and be like, what the hell have we signed up for? Anyway, um, glad they did. So yeah, hit us up on that. We'll see you then. Uh, Um, All the other places are in the description. They're always there. Check them out. They're always there. Check out Mm -hmm. bio or something. Make me feel like my writing on some of the descriptions was good because some yeah, of them joe writes banging descriptions every single week and then we never get he never gets recognition week. for him well i recognize myself and it's a good one i'm like you know what joe 
that was outstanding work. That's just the way you should be. You should be thinking. You should be should be recognizing your own achievements. That's very good. I appreciate that. You too. You too, bro. You too. Mm. <laughs> Don't Tell say me, that. Let this me is... know when you can recognize an achievement. Yeah, let me know when there's an achievement oh, to recognize. Well, let, let me know when there's an achievement and I can help with that. <laughs> that is, of course, a joke. Is it though? Is it really? Anyway, thank you for listening. Have a good one, everybody. Okay. Bye-bye. Also, bye-bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Love you.